When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just after four o'clock, Kimbo on the Roots with you live from Studio Lumo SA. All thanks to our good friends at Tire Power. Draft three tyres, get your fourth tyre free on Falcon four-wheel drive Wild Peak tyres. Well, the AFL draft for 2022 gets underway tonight, 6pm Adelaide time in Melbourne. Our next guest, Roach, um, I'm just wondering if he'd be as nervous or apprehensive or as excited as the birth of his two children. There'd have to be some similarities. Let's find out. Tony Bamford is the coach of the South Australian Under-18 and State Academy program. Joins us now. Tony, uh, is it a big night for you? Oh, g'day guys. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly an exciting time of the year for everyone in the talent department, not just myself, but um, I think uh, I think we'll be more nervous tomorrow night, to be honest with you. Mm. I think we'll have a, a few more selections in round two, three and four tomorrow. Um, probably only one, maybe two tonight. So uh, excited and anxious, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a really big time for the talent department. Well, you know these boys better than anyone. You've seen them turn into men, basically, uh, through their formative years. Uh, you say there could be two in the first round which go tonight. Mateus Philippou, and uh, what are we thinking for the second one? Mac Michael Anning? Um, well, it could be an early bid for Max, or it could be um, it could be a, a late call-up to Jacob Bride from Glenelg. Um, and I only say that because I know that... Um, uh, the AFL have requested that he set up for a Zoom meeting tonight just in case. So Matthias is obviously over in Melbourne. He's the only one that got invited over. But, um, yeah, Jacob is the one here in SA who's had the AFL media department set up a Zoom meeting just in case something happens late tonight. So we'll have to see what, what happens. Oh, and there's a uh, big story, and I'm in the advertiser today as well. So no Zoom set up for uh, Harry Barnett? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I haven't heard about Harry. Um, I did hear about Jacob. Where do you reckon Harry will go? Because he seems like he's getting a bit of traction and attracting a lot of interest. I think I'm pretty confident he'll be a second-round selection. Um, what club I've got, no idea. I don't even bother trying to work that out because it changes <laughs> so quickly on the night. But um, wherever he lands, uh, they're going to get a, a really, really good player, a strong, competitive ruck who's got a body ready to go. Mm. So, Tony, the... Just the draft rankings had Mateus Filippo around 10, but he's clearly going to go earlier than that because of club needs such as Essendon. If the Bombers do land the player they have been talking to so often this year, what do they get with Mateus Filippo? Um, Mateus is a, yeah, it's classified as a tall mid, 192 and still growing. He'll probably end up, you know, a couple more centimetres and maybe five to eight kilos heavier than what he is now after a couple of years in the AFL mm. system. So I think the attractive thing for Mateus is he's equally as good in the air as he is at ground level. He's got a beautiful left foot. Um, and he's not just a pure inside mid. Like, uh, he can actually win the ball on the outside as well. I think that's really appealing to AFL clubs. You've also seen his personality up close and he's not lacking confidence. What do you know of him and what it would be like for him to get into the AFL system? Yeah, no, he's he's a very driven and very goal-focused 
young man, probably um, more so than anyone I've ever experienced in my mm. time here, is at times this year we almost had to say, hey, mate, it's, it's, it's okay, just settle down a little bit, things will happen in good time. He's a, he's a young man that's in a hurry. Um, so he, he's, his biggest um, challenge, I think, next year in the AFL system will be you know, waiting for his turn to play because mm-hmm. um, he'll walk in there, he'll train really hard, he'll get the respect of his teammates, and and um, you know he might have to start, he might have to start uh, in the VFL or, or uh, a different competition based on where he's drafted, and that will that will test him out because he'll want to play round one. Yeah. Well, uh, Banger, the Roach has been saying for two months now that he's going to Essendon, but uh, I'm just having a look at some of the stuff that Cal Toomey's been doing. He thinks he might end up at St Kilda at pick ten. Uh, yeah, Cal's pretty good at, mm. at his predictions. He talks to a lot of people um, in and around Melbourne, so he's got a fair idea. I mean, it doesn't really matter where he lands. Uh, Mateus will, will adapt to the environment and put his best foot forward. Um, like most of our players here in SA, they're all just excited to get onto a list. Where that, where that is, I don't really care. This might be awkward for you to answer. You did say it doesn't really matter where he goes, but it, it does it. Mm. You know, I would not have wanted my son to go to Melbourne say 15 years ago and some would say the same about the Gold Coast during the journey. Um, do you think it doesn't matter now where they go? No, I still believe that every AFL club provides a unique environment. Some some do it really, really well and, and some probably need to, to do it a little bit better. Um, I mean, you could say, well, who would want to go to North Melbourne? But he's got, yeah. they've got the best coach in the industry yeah. there now, so yeah. that would be a destination club for a lot of people. The Gold Coast are clearly on the on the up. So uh, these guys will go. They understand the industry. They'll go wherever they, they need to go to, to drive their own careers and, and do really well. Tony, we don't have Adelaide or Port Adelaide featuring in the first round unless they work their way in there with this live trading mm. of trade picks, of draft picks. They return Tuesday for the second round and onwards. How many South Australians would be likely to still be able to stay at home and play with one of the South Australian clubs, do you think? Um, well, the more than area, we'd like them, <laughs> like yeah. a heap for them to stay here in SA, to be honest with you. But um, as I said before, the, the, the lives, the trading of live picks is so unpredictable um, these days. You just don't know how many selections are going to be around. But I'm pretty confident that we'll, we'll get around eight players into the system. Um, but what club and what draft number, we really don't have any idea. We'd, we'll, as I said to you before, you certainly expect the majority of our SA boys to be to be going um, to be drafted tomorrow night, um, more so than tonight. So, yeah, anywhere between um, rounds two and three, I think we'll get a, a large chunk of our SA players around that range. Tony, for our audience, obviously a lot of Crow supporters and Port Adelaide supporters, the majority of them, um, they need a tall defender. Would they ever look at someone like Kyle Marshall from South Adelaide? He's 201 centimetres. They've been crying out for something like that. Is he a good investment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyle's a really um, promising footballer. He's he's come from a fair way back in terms of his development. He was playing ruck for Cardine College two years ago, and um, Mark Clayton at South Adelaide saw him and, and got him into the system and turned him into a key defender. Um, yeah, he, he's a guy that's probably three or four years away from playing as a fullback okay. at AFL level, but certainly has the traits to play. He's got long, lanky arms. He's got quite good closing speed, um, defensively sound one-on-one. And has some pretty good composure. The, the other key defender in, in this draft pool that we're really keen on is Sean Bernier from North Adelaide. He's a mm. big, stronger, 
and uh, probably not well, he's certainly not as tall as Kyle. Cole's almost 200 centimetres, and, and Sean would be about 193. Probably the same size as Stephen May from Melbourne. Yep. Um, but a real big, strong boy. Uh, he's able to ma- manipulate his forwards under the ball. Plays a bit like um, Barras at uh, West Coast, and, and probably a little bit like um, um, uh, what Shannon, what Shannon Hearn does at West Coast as well. So, so, uh, so we're hoping, yeah, we're hoping Sean gets a chance, maybe late or a rookie. Be very happy if you picked up another Tom Barras. Um, just a, a last question, probably a difficult one, but uh, we hear about the players that are likely to get picked up. Um, you've seen all the youngsters. If you were to take a punt on someone, who's a name that you think could make it that's not getting a lot of love at the moment? Oh, that's a bit unfair, putting me in that position. Yeah, um, it, it is. You want me to throw oh. names? I can throw names. <laughs> Will Verrill, Tom Scully. We spoke to Tom the other night. You reckon he'll get picked up? Yeah, all those guys. I mean, they're tall. So AFL clubs are in love with tall players. So um, both those guys, along with Phoenix Foster, um, Harry Lemmy, all, all these guys who are around 200 centimetres, you know, they're, they're, they're made for current AFL football. So um, I, I was a big fan of Phoenix Foster, to be honest with you, in, in our program, sort of burst onto the scene. Coming from a long way back, he played ruck in game one when Harry Barnett had COVID and wasn't able to play and, and did really, really well. And his confidence just grew from that moment forward. So uh, Phoenix is a, he's a key forward. He's not a genuine ruck. ruck. He's a key forward. He can pinch it in the ruck. But uh, I think there's a lot of upside in this game too. Tony, you're also seeing the under-16s who develop into under-18s in your program. Should we get more excited mm-hmm. about next year's draft and the one after as well? Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's some unbelievably talented players in the next two years, and some really, some um, very, very prominent surnames from here in South Australia as well. So we've got quite a few father sons coming through in the next couple of years. So yeah, we're just um, actually just doing some work on that squad. He'll uh, come into camp with me in December. I'm doing some work on with them now. Okay. So yeah, now it's kind of some great players. Um, not as tall next year's group won't be anywhere near as tall as this year's group. Mm-hmm. This was a bit of a um, one-off for us. We don't right. normally produce the, the top-end talent in terms of tall players, but I think next year we're going to have some, some really good players as well. Can you tease us with a couple of the names of the Sons of Guns? Sure, sure. We've got um, well, Camparelli. Oh, yeah. He's in and around the place as a bottom-age player. Um, Montgomery. Um, Tyler Welsh. He's got a Welsh's leg from, from the Crows. Yeah. Uh, we've got Arlo Draper's younger brother, Sid Draper. Um who else? We've got Will McCabe. His father played a lot of games at uh, Centrals and Hawthorne. Um, oh, scratch his son. Is that uh, Ian McCabe? Uh, Luke, Luke McCabe. Oh, Luke, no, McCabe. Luke McCabe. Apologies. Yeah, Scratch would be too old. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he's been out in the paddock yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, Luke McCabe. So Will, Will plays uh, now under 16 this year and was our MVP player. So he's, um, he's quite probably tied to Hawthorne through father-son, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, exciting okay. times ahead and exciting times tonight and tomorrow. Hey, we wish your crop all the very best. I know it'll be a nervous watch for you, but congratulations on all you've done and all the time you've put into these young lads. Our pleasure. Thanks for chat, guys. Tony Bamford, the South Australian under-18 and academy coach. It would be exciting, wouldn't it? Yeah, nervous. nervous as well because unlike the old system of the old days whereby you were in a residential group, you knew where you were going, you knew which was your local club, this is a true lottery. You're yeah. waiting to hear your name called. You've had a heap of interviews. You've had a lot of promises, so to speak. Yeah. But you don't know what's going to happen on draft night. You're just sitting there as a young lad hoping you can live the dream. You either get to be a professional footballer or you've got to go out and dig trenches yeah, or something think, like that. I think Rudy. Tony's point's a good one, that 
we're looking at 18 AFL clubs that have all developed very good systems around them. So you're going to be you're going to be pleased to be drafted. And I think at the moment that is true. Even yeah. the worst club in the competition has the best coach over the last decade or two. And your point about Melbourne? Yep. Well, 15 years ago, it was not a good place to go. And yet, right now, it's not a bad place to be, is it? We need to go to a break, mm. Roots. That's a good place to go. On the other side of the break, we'll tell you what McGain Real Estate did on the weekend. Properties, they're still hot. Roochy Roach, we're live and interactive. 0427 Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now.